0: sweet love, but I lost She got too close, so far Now I'm lost in the world trying to find me a better way. Wishing I was... 10.03 on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Top of the hour, 10 o'clock. The queen of Atlanta Sports Radio, Sandra Golden. It's all country and Broadway today and Christmas music. Sandy feeling the effects of the FSU snubbing and of college football for so many of our listeners. They're feeling the uh, kind of um, you know shorter days, chillier weather. That's not the doldrums. Let me just tell you something, kids. Let me tell you, folks that never left Valdosta <laughs> or Warner Robins or or, or, or a uh, uh, Dawsonville or what, any, like up north, the depression is real. Yeah, four fifteen, it's dark. It's freezing ass cold. Winter comes. You know, it's gonna last for four months. Right here, like we fine. Like, we're going to be all right. We uh, we turn our attention. Uh, hopefully we're going to head to the playoffs for the Falcons and make a run there. Uh, got college and pro basketball. we got beautiful weather not far, you know, a couple of months away. and Everything else got a little fall going on. So it's not the same, right? And then you get the winter meetings. Woo-hoo! And you start to think about baseball at the battery. Baseball at Truist Park. And um, I believe this man recently, betro- uh, what's the term? Betrothed? Got married. Yeah, that's the truth. Got
1: hitched. Congratulations, Grant.
0: Grant McCullough, joining us. Thank for, you. Yeah. How did, did?
1: Thank
2: you so much.
0: Everything go off as you. Uh, what what was? What was the highlight of the uh,
2: nuptials? Uh, the highlight for me, obviously, was the vows and the ceremony itself. But we had a great time celebrating all the work and planning and all those things that we wanted to have all those details be where we hoped they would be. Well, they all ended up there. So. It was a wonderful cool. day, best day of my life, and then we went to Jamaica and enjoyed ourselves a nice week away from everything and didn't plan anything. Good for you. Who who was the most overserved at the wedding? <laughs> you know, everybody pretty much behaves, but there's always an outlier. There were a couple of kids that tried to swim in the waterfall that was the backdrop for our wedding. So, yeah. I think they discouraged that. what so side we're of trying the to keep family everybody safe, get them all home?
0: What side of the family was that?
2: <laughs> Cannot divulge for both my reasons and hers. Okay. Uh...
0: All right, so Talk about the trade yesterday. Why did Bra- uh, Let Braves fans know why did we do it, what are the implications, and how does it affect next season?
2: Yeah, I, I think the biggest thing we knew that the Braves were going to need is to address left field in, in addition to the rotation. And I don't think that they found a rotation answer in this, and we can get to Marco Gonzalez shortly, but it was an interesting trade for me because Jared Kelnick is a name that has been circulating basically since he got drafted in 2018. He's already been part of a huge blockbuster trade between the Mariners and the Mets. They sent Edwin Diaz to New York, and Seattle felt like this was going to be a building block, a piece of their future. He was going to be right there beside Julio Rodriguez and They were going to have things set up. And coming off the playoffs a year ago, I think they still felt pretty confident that they were a team trending in the right direction. But this offseason has been very weird for them. And moving Kelnick for the Mariner side, I think, was about getting rid of some undesirable contracts. Marco Gonzalez and Evan White are due about $29 million the next couple of years. Cash considerations went in the deal. But the centerpiece and the headliner for the Braves was buying a talent, basically, like Jared Kelnick by taking on those contracts and having a chance to put an impact player, if he's able to finally tap into that potential in their outfield, he's controllable for the next five years, which is no small thing either for the Braves to have a player like that. Uh, you know, as part of uh, what they've been building, you know, you know controllable assets and talent. That's a huge part of having a good club for a long time. And the All Braves right, wh- are hoping that Jared Kelnick unlocks something here in Atlanta.
0: What's Jared Kelnick's career looked like over the last four or five years?
2: Um, you know, the minor league numbers are exactly what you'd expect. He's a near 300 hitter with a 900 plus on base. But in the major leagues, save 2023 and his hot start, it's been a bit underwhelming. He's about a 200 career hitter. He strikes out 30% of the time. But on the other side of that, you, you look at the raw tools and the talent and you think, can we and the Braves have a great hitting environment is Alex Anthopoulos described it? Can Kevin Seitzer and his crew kind of help him unlock something? And I think that was the tantalizing part of this. Just It made a lot of sense, and the Braves line up around him. They're carrying all the freight anyway, so there's no more pressure for Jared Kelnick to come up and be the next big thing. He can just be the guy that comes in and does his thing, and hopefully that's something that's a bigger part of the success for the Braves or Grant, a piece of that success.
1: Grant McCauley, beat reporter for 92.9 The Game. He's at the winter meetings with uh, our Atlanta Braves. Now. Was the hissy fit where he broke his foot this past year or twenty-two?
2: That was this past year. And I think And it that wasn't that was, it
1: late July.
2: It was. It was right after the All Star break. And he'd had a decent first half. Very hot start the first, I believe, five, six weeks of the year. And then as you know, the major league season goes, mm-hmm. the highs were there and then the lows came along. And I know that he's no doubt thought about what twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two were as far as underwhelming. And he let it get the best of him. But I will say, I mean, if you will go find the press conference when he had to discuss with the media how disappointed he was for himself, for his teammates in that outburst, that that was unfortunately a learning experience for him. But one that should not derail his entire career, but might have been part of a tipping point for his time in Seattle. I just
1: watched that last night where he was crying. It was very emotional. And it was almost like come to Jesus, for lack of a better term for him. Mm
2: -hmm. Maybe a
0: clean slate is going to work for him. Grant McCauley with us talking Braves at the winter meetings. What's the three biggest stories floating around there? I assume Shohei Otani at the top.
2: Yeah, Shohei Otani has been, I think, the A number one story, probably the one and two story because he's the greatest two-way player we'll ever see and the intrigue around who's going to end up signing him. I think in the background of all of that, You know, there are all of the rumors and and buzz, and it just feels like this market is waiting for some big domino to fall. And I don't know if that's Otani. How many clubs does that really affect? How many clubs have a realistic chance of signing him? Uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto is the Japanese pitcher who could come over and make a huge splash for somebody. There's a lot of talk about him. I know he's the Mets' number one target. And then beyond that, I think it's just trying to find out where clubs stand and how they can get themselves just a little bit better. I think there's some starting pitchers that could get traded once these free agent dominoes fall, and the NL Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell hasn't signed either. So once those pieces start to really move, and it may not happen all this week here in Nashville, I think we're going to start to see some players finding new homes on a little bit more regular basis.
0: Where's the Braves, uh, another frontline starter, going to come from?
2: I'm really intrigued, and I talked about this on From the Diamond this past week, to see if they're able to pull off that trade. As I mentioned, Marco Gonzalez, he's an innings eater type starter who was hurt last year, and I just don't see him really fitting in with what the Braves – A, need, and B, I think maybe actually A, let's flip these around, would like to have to go in their starting rotation. So is that Dylan Cease of the White Sox who's under control for two more years? Could it be a Tyler Glass now who's got one very expensive year left with the Tampa Bay Rays, or could they get creative and think outside the box and find somebody else that nobody's talking about? Those are some of the names, and Shane Bieber of the uh, Guardians is another one that could get moved at some point this winter, and you know, maybe the Braves are going to be in on these guys, and perhaps they, these talks are already going on. We just don't know when they're going to bear fruit.
1: Is Snicker there yet? Is he going to talk today, or Alex going to speak? Okay.
2: We'll get to talk to both of them today. Snit's going to talk around noon and Alex a little bit later in the afternoon. I'm also really excited to catch up with Steven Vogt, briefly a Brave in 2021. He's now the manager of the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, dang, he's dang. going to be here today, and he's one of baseball's good guys. And it's always fun to watch somebody. I knew him from the minor leagues all the way on up. Fun to see their dream come true in a number of different ways, and he is excited about being a big league manager. So I'm looking forward to catching up with him too.
0: Von Grissom, I have a shot to play left field.
2: I think he's got a shot to be part of that mix, but I don't think you make a move like this and take on the money that you did to get Jared Kelnick to go into a straight platoon or a big timeshare situation out there. That being said, Vaughn's doing everything he can to try to find himself a spot to get every day at best because it's just not happening on the infield, and he's going to go down to Puerto Rico and play winter ball. So athletically, he can handle it defensively, but I think the questions around Vaughn will be, especially with his hard-hit contact and and the the power that you expect from a corner outfielder, will that be there? And can he outplay or outshine Jared Kelnick? We may have to find that out in spring training, if Vaughn Grissom's not part of one of those aforementioned trades that the Braves could swing between here and February.
0: Any uh, ex Brave surprise you given the off season and the revamping of our bullpen?
2: Not really. I think that you know, there's a little bit of talk I know about you know, where the Braves are with the collective uh, or with the uh, the salary threshold and, and where they are. In regards to going over that penalty for a second straight year, which I believe that they will, could they, in some of these trades, get creative and move someone and free up some money? Whether that's now that they've restocked this bullpen, could you move Glacius? Iglesias? And since you have such a great lineup, can you move the $18 million that you owe Marcelo Zuna, given that he's coming off a great year? I would say probably a good chance of that with Rysel if they are motivated to do that. With Ozuna, I'm not so sure because left field is still a bit of a question, and 40 homer hitters are nice to have. So do you really want to move him now if you believe that he's back? So that those are kind of the questions I'm, I'm looking to see moving forward. But as far as anybody that's moved on thus far this year, yeah, you know, love Michael Soroka, love Kyle Wright. They just didn't seem to fit in the picture both in 2024 and beyond.
0: Great stuff. I mean, that's you see that right there? That was a beat writer just hammering
1: it out there. And you didn't even ask him where is he, eating in Nashville? I don't know. Is he a food
0: guy, Grant, really? Grant, you a food
1: guy?
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I've been a convention center guy, so I'm pretty much uh, beholden to trying to find little things here and there, and the the 12-hour workday is kind of getting in the way of the food Which
1: hotel is it? Maybe tell Braves fans, because the winter meetings are weird. I mean, it's not so structured. It's really laid back, Right.
2: Well, it's, it's a bit overwhelming in Nashville in some ways that it's not in San Diego and some of the other cities I've done this in because it's in the Gaylord Opryland Hotel. Is it is a maze. There are plenty of restaurants and also plenty of huge. very expensive places to find snacks. But once you get in and kind of get acclimated right about the time that you need to leave, you feel pretty good about it. But there's a lot going on, and yesterday went pretty fast for me, and I'm sure the next two days will as well.
0: Thanks, Grant. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, I just –
0: did he say convention center food? Yeah,
1: but what he meant was, no. you know, at Opryland, there's lots of restaurants.
0: That's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. He's not a food he,
1: guy. I, I, I was, as soon as I said it day day I was like, oh, no, Grant's going to get food shamed, and it's not going to be pretty. It's <laughs> Just not.
0: I mean, like. I,
1: Grant, come
0: on. You want to penalize me, my Conti? Don't suspend me. Just say, steak, one week, convention center food. <laughs> Nothing else. When we come back, Eli... Drinkowitz had the knockout punch, talking about the college football bowl season, until a nine-year-old in Philadelphia on Rocky Day stole the show. A couple of punches coming out flying when we come back. Steak and Sandra on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
1: 10:23
0: 10:23 23 on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. I was trying to figure out, you know, normally I start the show standing and I'm all excited. Yeah. But you seemed a little down in the break. Mm-hmm. I didn't have my coffee, right? Because I'm such a person routine. If I don't have my pen and my coffee, I just went down there. That means I'm going to be so much better the next 25 minutes.
1: Oh, people should tune in.
0: <laughs> yeah, t- We're going to m- peak at 10:45. 25 minutes, yeah. So you, know. you just
1: ran all the way to Starbucks right now?
0: Yeah, and they didn't have my, here's what happened. By the way, 10 O'Clock Hour brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Up your Man Cave game this football season. Visit mancavestore.com. I know a lot of people are dealing with issues out there, and I, and I don't want to you know, make light of yeah. my own issues because mm-hmm. everybody has challenges. They're battling every day. So I ordered my Starbucks, and I was in so much traffic, I did not have time to go get it. I wanted to be here at 830 or not get the evil eye from Sandra. So I totally did not have time to go down. I went down there now. They threw out the coffee because it sat for an hour and a half.
1: As they should have.
0: Right? Yeah. And then my girl's like, Steak, I just threw yours out. Oh. It's been sitting here. She sped up and made oh. me one and sent me back upstairs. So nice. B. So B. you B. see, my day is turning around. A couple of things I want to talk to you about mm-hmm. before we get to belly up. Um, first of all, Falcons game six and six, scale of one to 10. You are, you're not in a good place going into the bye week. Are you like, Are you at like a six with the Falcons? Are your emotions around five, seven? Mm, Four. So so these two wins. So I was
1: really feeling terrible about 1230 Sunday morning. Yeah. And then that game started, and the first score was a safety. So I was like, hmm, (laughs) this is a This Sucks Sunday for sure.
0: Right. By the way, (laughs) you can't
1: make that up. I just thought I need to go for a walk, which is what I did. I just (laughs) went for a long walk. So, of first, it, so, the-
0: so first you lost the FSU getting in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. then you watched the safety with your NFL team, and you just said, this is why I live at the lake. I'm either going to drown myself in it
1: Jump or right I'm going <laughs> to <gonna> walk around <laughs> right. it. How about you? I mean, it's just – and even Arthur Smith admitted it. it. was there like, God, five. that was I mean I, I don't
0: know, man. Like, I just need to – we don't have a quarterback, so I watched Jake Browning last night. Guys, if you didn't hear about Jacksonville's Jake uh, – sorry – Cincinnati's Jake Browning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bo, is he a fantasy late-season thought right now or not? He has to be after that performance last night. 32-37. How many touchdowns? One.
2: Especially if on the other side of the ball, you're the guy that lost Trevor Lawrence. Right.
1: Oh.
0: Dude, that's Bobby Bethard's grandson. Um, what's that kid's name? CJ. Play- CJ? Mm-hmm. Did you- did you see his first play? I'm sorry. Dude, he scrambled and just like rolled the football. You see him Bo did you see that? He literally his first play, Sandra, he goes out of the pockets flushed out. He runs two yards. He's not very mobile. And he literally didn't like, that when he
1: fumbled it. Him. Yeah. He fumbled it, rolled on his shoulder, and he was like, Ow. I mean, it wasn't pretty. He did not have a nice day at the office. No, he
0: did not. Although although they hit Calvin Ridley at the two in oh over in overtime. Yeah. And Holding yeah. brought it back. So, uh, I'm a, I'm about to be in the playoffs of both of my fantasy teams. I'm about to bother Bo and the listener really badly, trying to figure out what to do with my team. Do I keep starting Jordan Love every week, man? I don't know. He's like
1: – I don't
2: know
0: why I'd like wouldn't. to see
2: what else you got on your bench,
0: but no, – I had Joe Burrow on my bench. Straight,
2: three straight great games.
0: I know. I had Joe Burrow don't on my bench. Don't
1: start him. Don't start him.
0: <laughs> the other thing is, with all the heartache for Sandra, <laughs> nobody, zero people came to my aid. Which was, and let me just say, I know we haven't been a real football program, but let me give you the, the, the triumphant, Sandra, all right? Tulane in a matter of 10 days, their athletic director said, see you later, went to Washington. They played a football game to try to get to another New Year's Six Bowl. We're horrible. That's over. Probably never happened again for us. Liberty now, instead of Tulane, goes to the Fiesta Bowl. Our quarterback, Michael Pratt, has said, You guys are adorable. I'm going to play my last year somewhere else. And then Willie Fritz said, I think I'd rather coach at Houston. All of that happened Mm. in about 10 days, really over about 48 hours. Coach quit, AD quit, quarterback quit, team lost over the New Year's Six, football at Tulane. It was fun. Well, it we lasted a good couple for, years. 20, for twenty-four months. But I mean, that's the other end of this portal, and I it, know, is, everything else. it is We true. can't compete, and
1: I think that Tulane has proved itself to get a great coach you in think? there, and they can get some kids. And yeah, you
0: know, but but you got a thirty-five thousand-seat stadium, mm-hmm. and you're just. You're in the AAC. I'm, listen, I know, but it, when you're
1: a doctor going to Tulane and you can go see a good competitive football team at that stadium, it's nice. You can get a good seat. There's things. To, there's looking up for the Green Wave.
0: So that that was that was my college football experience. Oh yeah, and I might have bet a lot of money on Tulane minus three. I went with. It, I, I got it, got it at two. I, I did it for
1: you. That didn't go well. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's do belly up everyone talking about yo yo what's to do we've got you covered
1: as we belly up
0: on the steakhouse
1: on sports radio 92.9 the game so
0: when when Bijan was sacked for the safety did you already have your sneakers on and was like i'm i'm already walking i was like oh lake. this is how
1: the day is gonna go i see
0: <laughs> see you later
1: i literally was like if anybody had the safety on their bingo card for the falcons did you
0: ask your husband I think we're gonna rent beaches. Yeah, would you guys no, like to? We were,
1: I was on the internet. Steel Magnolias. That's so true. I think, yeah. I think <laughs> Some I'd rather watch. Movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that I think we just found a three strikes question. Oh right. Oh my god! Most it's depressing so movie.
1: Anyway. Oh my. Or a song. So Sunday was Rocky Day in Philadelphia. Now, what does that really mean? They have opened up, which I think sounds really cool. Rocky Shop. Inside the Philadelphia Museum of Art, Sylvester Stallone is there. They're doing this pomp and circumstance. I'd like you and
0: um, Larry to watch the Stallone documentary. It's just one episode. He, he
1: I think he's watched it already. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he dude, he liked it. Yeah. Yes,
0: very entertaining, easy to watch. Um,
1: Sidebar: he, Have you seen the Barry Sanders? No,
0: you guys, the
1: Barry Sanders is excellent. I got
0: to see it. Just it's one episode. Excellent
1: one episode it has taken over uh, f- the Kelsey Brothers as the most popular sports um, show it's actually on Amazon Prime okay good so I highly recommend okay anywho it's Rocky day Sylvester Stallone is outside when this nine-year-old this is, kid this his name is Ro Knight not that that matters but when one-on-one like has memorized the lines from rocky
0: nine-year-old little boy
1: yep it's yeah. it's over the people. They knew where you want to be. What the <laughs> oh, oh, anybody. Anybody. Is audio was not great it's there. It's
0: the scene from one of the worst Rocky movies when he tells his son, you you got to be. Here's what you do. you measure by how you get up, not by how you fall down. And this little 9-year-old goes off. It's
1: he was so good. I'm going to put it on Twitter. I think so it would you be, think. Hey,
0: you guys agree? It'd be great if, if Sylvester Stallone embraced his uh, role as Rocky, you know, and didn't run from it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I, you know, it's nice he doesn't milk that thing. Like,
1: uh, I how many too.
0: a thousand ways can you milk Rocky in Philadelphia?
1: I can't blame him though, right? Uh, like, good. I and I can. I, what's so that's funny about that? On and you're flipping around. Don't you stop to watch the, ori- yeah. the
0: original? Oh yeah, one, uh, one two, three for sure funny, um, he talks about trying all these other things, and he's like, I just realized I'm, I'm Rocky. Like, every time they, his career was yep, in the dumper, yep. it's like, let's do another Rocky movie.
1: It's so good.
0: Or let's uh, do another uh, First Blood.
1: Um, Reese Davis hosting that 17 hour, um, we're going to reveal the top four, then we're going to go through all the games. So, Missouri is playing what's wrong with my... Oh, I can't. Uh, uh, what Ohio is wrong State. with me? Ohio State. Ohio State, which is the fourth best ranked bowl game, yeah. out there. Good so, bowl game. Uh, they're interviewing uh, Eli Drinkwist. This is live TV with Reese Davis on Sunday.
2: Hey, <laughs> hey guys! I got a quick phone call. Connor Stallions beeping in right here. I'm trying to get a few signals <laughs> here, so I gotta go. Uh, but but as soon as we get done, you know, look forward to competing against Ryan Day, and and uh, we'll go from there. <laughs>
0: Reese Davis they is They lost crying. It. Can I just say respectfully, I think he's a very good guy. Reese Davis doesn't really bring a lot to the table. He's a little vanilla. Is-
1: I, I, I think that that's his role, yeah. that you have to be Switzerland.
0: No, I know that, but I think he's a little I bit think void, he's of pers- I think he's void of personality. I think oh. he's, you know, Fowler had a little more gravitas. Can I say that? than what Reese Davis brings to the table. He's a little too vanilla for okay. steak. He's a little too vanilla for steak. All That's right. all.
1: No vanilla. He wants nope. a little chocolate. Okay. Yep. Um, talking about Holden Court, Ron Washington spoke yesterday at the winter meetings, and so if you can find it on the internet and get the just kind of overhead shot, he the looks new like, manager like he was the, he was the right. The new manager going the Angels. That's right. But is, he gonna like- get, is
0: he going to get to manage Shohei hey, Itani? Sorry.
1: I doubt it. Uh, the big, it was just amazing how many people love him, and yep. he's just such a sweetheart. The question was, what was your conversation like with Ozzy and leaving the Braves?
0: Okay, I'm gone. But the winner in those guys is still there. That's why you teach and you help people to be self-sufficient, and you never stop teaching them so they can be self-sufficient. So the unbiblical card has been cut. Now all the wisdom and all the time we spent together, they have to use it on each other.
1: He went on for about two. He's talking three about Aussie
0: and the rest of the he uh, so, guys he works with. He is so great. I want to you to Im- to imagine what it must be like at a later stage in life. We have a lot of men listening to this show, right? And I want you to imagine a a job where you are traveling all the time with four or five of your best friends. Think about the crew, Walt Weiss. Brian Snicker, Ron Washington, Eric Young, yep. Eddie Perez. Yep. Like, you know, spending summers together, right? Um,
1: uh, besties. Right. Like your boys. That,
0: that crew for the last five years being together, the joy they had, the personalities they are, never been around a better group of guys than that. 100%. So if you're sitting there sitting in your 30s, 40s, 50s, um, and not thinking about, like, You know, later in life, man, you can have some of the great memories in history, and that group had it for sure.
1: Right, right. All right, so that's our belly up. We're wrapping it up.
0: Did you have something else that you want to get to?
1: I don't think we're doing the...
0: Yeah, the uh, Monday Night Football anniversary of a a Howard Cosell Steeler game that came up on the internet, but we'll see if we have time for that. I'm going to make an executive decision in the break. I was like, there's not a lot of decisions to make, you know? (laughs) And this, that's one of them. Like, where's lunch going to be, right?
1: Nice convention. I'm Paul seeing Singer. my
0: doctor, my doctor. Right, doctor. I'm <laughs> seeing him on Friday. Dr. Arnie, Melitz. Mm. And I want to be down a little bit away because I don't want to get lectured. But that means I can't eat like I want this week. So do I care about Arnie lecturing me or do I want to have a chicken Parmesan sub? You know what I mean?
1: I mean, that's the extreme. Though. You know what I mean? Mm, so so good. I'm talking about,
0: like. It, this is
1: important. I know to the people- sub
0: and reschedule. What's that? Eat the sub and then
2: reschedule. <laughs>
1: that's Dude, a great that's idea. That's so funny. In I December? totally thought
0: of it. I can't even tell you. I was like, if I eat that today, I'm going to reschedule them next week because next week I'll stop eating chicken parmesan, right?
1: I, I agree. T- January.
0: I'm glad that people can see. I'm just like you. I have. We all have problems, right? Things we're we're, <laughs> we're empathizing with, with each other. I know. I, I know. It's mm-hmm. tough. All right. will come back. We'll play three strikes. <laughs> have some fun. Sports radio 92.9 two
1: nine a game. Back to more of the fastest and most fun two hours in
2: radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go.
1: On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
0: Sports Radio two nine. the game. Stakey and Sandy, thanks so much for being with us. As uh, we give you the big game of the night, it's in Athens. Georgia Tech basketball, Georgia basketball, UGA, and the Jackets. Damon Stoudemire playing 11 different guys. Has a couple of freshmen that have stepped up big time. They've won a couple in a row against ranked opponents. Georgia basketball, three in a row. They've already played three ACC teams this year, Sandy. That's awesome. They're 2-1. and one. They beat Wake. They beat Florida State. They lost to Miami. Pretty good team. And now they play Georgia Tech. Oh,
1: that's Tech's great.
0: Tech's won uh, two in a row. Uh, it's a big game. I'm thinking about, can I go down there, go, stay overnight, maybe at the Indigo Hotel or our buddy Barry Rutherford, um, and then get back in time for our show tomorrow.
1: You'll uh, see baby
0: Sophie? Yeah, I'd take her to dinner or something. I don't know. I got a lot of things in my mind. But that, you know, maybe we'll do that tonight. Or maybe I'll just watch it on the SEC network. It's the big game of the night. There you go. Georgia Tech and Georgia. Damon Stoudemire, working on getting him in studio coming up. Also, we're going to work on some of our leaders for our leader segment on Tuesday. Who are the interesting? We got to get John Gordon, inspirational author, right? Our oh buddy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You asked him to come through town? Yep.
1: I will text him Any today. CEOs? Uh, who is John Gordon? He wrote the original, a book called Energy Bus. I know a lot of you CEOs and business people, men and women Coaches. have read it. Coaches. Mike a Smith used it a
0: bunch. He used to run, used to own the park bench in Buckhead years ago and then decided he wanted to get into a different phase of his life and has become one of the most well-recognized inspirational authors right yeah it's a good, it's a great guy to great, great great have in, there. in if you're
1: going to go get a gift for somebody the energy bus is a great place to start yes indeed he has a new book too
0: all right here's our three strikes questions okay. favorite sad song favorite sad movie <laughs> and favorite sad quarterback right <laughs> <laughs> favorite sad song favorite sad oh, movie. no. So this song, if it comes on in my daughter's anywhere nearby, bawling hysterically since she was like seven. Darius Rucker. Uh, it won't last like this for long. Listen to the
2: words.
1: He's
0: tucking her in bed at night and he's thinking about this. Anybody has got a daughter, have you heard this song, Bo? Listen to it for a second. You'll start crying. Here we go. I want to see you cry. Cry!
2: So baby, just hold
0: on. He played this live. I got to see him in New York City, a small event. I started crying in the front row. And his wife referenced me when we met him after. He's like, yeah, I saw you crying in the front Is row. Is that for real? Yeah. That's amazing. she's crawling in their bed. And when he drops her off
2: at preschool,
0: to his leg. The teacher peers are all for him. He says, what can I do? She says, now don't you worry. This'll only last a week or
1: two. It won't be
0: like Oh, man. How soft. Anybody with daughters, I gotta tell you. Woo. Favorite sad song? And then
1: he picks Bama to beat Georgia. Did you see that No, did you see back
0: if he do that? Oh, oh that way did his boy is you and the same I are, and, you and I are in the same team of McAfee right Thumbs I up. I like him I, like I think him he's hilarious. my wife loves him now yeah oh I t- really I tell my old my old she's goes she calls him her boyfriend ever since he <laughs> ever since she he did the chant um in Athens when he turned yeah. around she had never yeah. seen it Call him. the dogs sure. they need the energy on that show man McAfee brings it. I, it To all my fifty sixty forty year old friends what's this Pat McAfee thing not your uh, you're not the demographic.
1: I just so. think I like that they have a little something for everybody on there. I think he's, him and Herb Street have a
0: nice relationship, by the way, yeah. too. He Don't was, mention his name, please.
1: He's uh, dead <laughs> to me. But you can talk about Darius Rucker more. That's fine. That's a sad more song. More sad songs.
0: Sad, uh, favorite sad song. I'll tell you song. a little
1: sad story happened uh, Sunday at 2.
0: Favorite sad movie. Mm-hmm. Favorite sad and why don't quarterback. we please
1: don't mention anybody that may or may not play for the Falcons? Can we do that? Not let's don't not say let's Jeff not pilot, Please, D- yeah, Jeff T- George. And I was J- thinking maybe something a little closer no, to now. No, don't stop do that. that. Don't. I'm telling you,
0: Marcus Mariota's a good guy. He's a favorite sad quarterback. Right? Did y'all see him
1: come in on? And I go, oh, Sunday just got better. Mariota's under center again. <laughs> Woo! Keep the wine pour. Here we go. Ladies. Another safety.
0: Woo! Safety. Safety. Here we go. Um, Two nothing. 404 726 0929. 404 726 0929. If you uh, want to get aboard here, do you have a favorite sad movie that, oh. that comes to mind? I know you're not into like
1: that Brian song. I can't watch that at all. Yeah. Um, that one really. And what's the, uh, I'll, I'll think of them. You know I'm not into the movies that so much, yeah, especially I when I know it's going to be terribly depressing. I know. I know I, men love my that. My parents taught them. I don't think men like that. I left it my Titanic parents. when they were dancing on the deck. It was such a happy <laughs> movie. My My
0: parents uh, brought me to so many depressing films. That's the big joke in my house. Hey, Dad, let's go watch a horribly depressing movie, oh. preferably a documentary. And see if the Holocaust is a topic. <laughs> just scroll through Netflix and uh, see. If you can the good
1: get news, there. it's five hours long. Yeah, wasn't it five hours long?
0: Shoah was the movie, documentary. <laughs> no, it was eight hours long. Oh three my and a half, God. and then you did a break, and then you do another three and a half. And my parents literally dropped my brother and I there, and we were so well behaved, we actually sat there through both sessions. I think we did. We might, I don't think you did. I might rent I, a Fenway I, yeah. Park in the second one. All right, Jason in my, in Barnesville. Hold on,
1: here we go. <laughs> So what's your take? I'm very upset. It's time for you to sound off with three strikes. Bring it the f*** on! On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio I mean, 92.9, my, The Game. My, my
0: parents would drag me to so many sad movies. Like, it's what hilarious. was going on? Talk to vaya She's listening. Why'd she do I that? My Valia. Yeah. Favorite sad song, Jason?
2: Uh, wish Grandpa's Didn't Die by Riley Green.
0: Favorite sad movie?
2: Uh, it's kind of weird. Marley and me, where the dog is. Oh, oh Why is it. that weird? That oh, is like. Oh, that
1: was uh, terrible. I mean, that's
0: <laughs> favorite sad quarterback.
2: So I'm an Alabama fan, but Stetson Bennett and his uh, situation
0: right now. That's pretty sad. Drew and Marietta, favorite sad song, Drew? Favorite sad song. Uh, my
1: favorite sad song is Last Kiss by Pearl Jam.
0: Favorite sad movie?
1: The Green Mile.
0: Yeah, that's oh, a great that film. Is, um... And uh, favorite sad quarterback,
1: crying Tim Tebow. <laughs> oh.
0: Hey Isaac, what's your favorite sad song? Uh, I got another Pro Jam song, uh, "Immortality." Favorite sad movie? A more recent
1: one, Guardians of the Galaxy Three.
0: And and was somebody getting knocked off there at the end or something? I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I know, when uh, when Iron Man bites it, my kids are a wreck over that one. What's that? What was that? <laughs> and favorite sad quarterback? Uh, more based on the end of his career, because the beginning of his career was so good for us. Matt Ryan, man. Yeah, I mean, that last year was a sad quarterback situation. He got it, stuck in. It was really sad. I heard him do.
1: <laughs> it, it was more sad when they said they're going to get Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah. So that was real sad.
0: So I listened to Matt Ryan do the Titans. What what Colts. game Colts? Mm-hmm. Really good. He is great. He was really. He doesn't need a third person in there. I know they tried to do that maybe to protect him first year out, but he don't need anybody else other than the play by play guy. Hey, ten o'clock hour was brought to you by the Man Cave Store. Visit Man Cave Store. Iconic. You guys,
1: uh, they're right there in Norcross on Furniture Row. Just pop in. Pop in. You, d- just get something great for your home. And they have all the little things. That, that new golden tee, I guess they can't keep it in. They have it.
0: be great to watch the college football playoff for yeah. your new man cave.
2: Oh, so, oh, sorry. Uh, Andy and Randy coming out. So mean.